San Jose in California, uh, Mr. Derek. Hello, Mr. Derek. Hello. Uh, Hello. You can, you can let your accent go. That's all right. Uh, you know, <laughs> Is that okay? Don't, you can for me. don't patronize the American. Uh, <laughs> Dave sure doesn't. And neither does Jamie. I know you're there <laughs> laughing when I go tell him. Yeah, you know, he can't understand. Well, you tried your Scottish accent last week, didn't you, Derek? I did try my Scottish accent, but I'm afraid to do it in front of her now. <laughs> uh, come on, Derek. Go for it. All right. I'll give you my Scottish accent then. So let's uh, go forward and, uh, and talk about movies this week. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's better than Mel Gibson. Uh, <laughs> I've got a lot of attitudes that are better than Mel Gibson's right now. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have, Derek. He has been in the news, hasn't he, recently? Yes, yes. Uh, but he is grateful, you know, for the Tom Cruise knocked him back out of the news for a little while, so he was happy about that. <laughs> yes, he did. But the both nutters. Well, but that's what he meant to say. It was the, it was Cruise that controls Hollywood and that caused all the war. It was just Tom Cruise that caused so, anyway, you know, it was just a bad typo in the police report, so. <laughs> That's what it was. Now, Derek, there is a, there is a bit of gossip going around, that, uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yeah. Uh, the one thing we know for sure is that Joss Whedon, who of course did uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Angel and uh, Serenity slash Firefly, uh, it turned in officially the uh, f first draft of the Wonder Woman screenplay, which he will be directing uh, for some time in the next two years. And so uh, a lot of people have been bandied about. But this this week, and I don't know, you know, if this is as horrifying to the people in, of England uh, as it is to the people of America. Uh, or at least the comic book fans of America, that uh, they're talking about, uh, talking about Catherine McPhee, for, uh, who's a runner-up in American Idol uh, this, uh, like three or four months ago. Uh, up till now, most famous for singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow and suffering uh, horrendous eating disorders in her past. And so now, uh, she, as far as we know, she's never acted, uh, but, but she kind of, oh, she has dark hair, and, uh, you know, so, so there we go. That, uh, That's horrific, actually, Dick. I mean, they can't wheel Linda Carter back out, no? Uh, I gotta say, Linda Carter still looks pretty good, and she, you know, she with a little bit of a, of a, of a tune-up, she could probably fit back in the outfit, but, I mean, I think she has said, actually, that she would love it if they would give her some sort of cameo role, but she also, you know, believes that, well, she's in her 50s now, and, and that's not what people think of when they think of Wonder Woman, so... Oh, she's in her 50s. That means she's actually in her 60s. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. All right. Uh, sure. And, and From the comic book fans type thing, though, uh, Derek, who, who do they want to play her? Well, for a while, people wanted Charisma Carpenter, but even that, uh, I was talking about that with my with my crew yesterday, and even Charisma Carpenter, we all admit, is as much as she looks like the character is in her 30s, and what we don't know about the screenplay is what age Wonder Woman's supposed to be. Now, the comic books have taken, have, have rebooted her several times, and given her different ages, and the most recent appearance of Wonder Woman on the scene, she was in her early 20s, so they're thinking of someone like that. Now, among the real geeks, uh, and you'll have to help me with the name of this actress, because she's on the BBC show Hustle. Oh. That uh, Robert Vaughn, I guess, there's an episode in the first season of Hustle, and I haven't seen it yet, where she wears a Wonder Woman outfit. And uh. Robert Vaughn somehow knows Joss Whedon and sent him a tape of her in the Wonder Woman outfit. And that has kind of gotten out there in, in, among the American fans and think that she would be a good choice. But I don't know her name, so you'll have to tell me. Do you well, know? we're having a wee look for that, actually, Danny. But, but, but. You see, is that all it takes? Because I think I could put a Wonder Woman outfit on and send it into him. Maybe. All right. 
All right. Uh, Please tell me, Derek, though, they're still going to have those those pointy boobs sort of um, things going on, aren't they? Uh, yes, uh, as far as we know. Uh, we, we, we really don't know anything except that he has said that he wants to go ahead and have something that looks like the classic outfit. But I'm not so sure that the, he thinks the bathing suit attitude works quite well. And again, she's been redesigned to be a lot. It's a lot more armor-like, so she, she carries she a shield and so forth. So, but she doesn't actually have. I mean, she has big pants, doesn't she? She doesn't have the, the skimpy <laughs> bikini. Not really skimpy. <laughs> <laughs> she, has, she has big big pants on. Uh, the, she gets drawn a variety of different ways. Let's just say, comic book fans have a lot to answer for. We're guilty, 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 guilty. Yeah. So. Derek, am I right in thinking though that Linda Carter? She wasn't an actress, really, was she? Was she a beauty queen or something like that? She, she was a beauty queen first, but I, that you know that doesn't mean anything. So I, you're right. I probably shouldn't you know, rag on Catherine McPhee, except I just don't you know get excited by the thought, thought of her being Wonder Woman. But um, Linda Carter had been an actress with no success and had been then given. I think she was Miss uh, Miss World. I th- may have been. Um, and She's beautiful enough to have been she was oh, yeah. very she was, a, she was officially what we'd call a beauty queen, absolutely, and then she was tapped to play Wonder Woman. She was the second person actually to be ta- tapped to play Wonder Woman in that. They, uh, the series that everyone remembers Linda Carter, but she was the sec- uh, they had actually cast uh, Kathy Lee Crosby first and done a two hour pilot film with her and realized that was the, not the worst decision they could have made. So then they found her. So well, I found out the girl's name, Derek. It's okay. Jamie Murray. And Jamie Murray? It's Stacey Monroe in the series. Okay, there you go. So Jamie Murray, Stacey Monroe. It's one a lot of people are talking about, but I'm not hearing it out of the studio. The big one out of the studio, besides now Catherine McPhee this week, was uh, talk of Marina Baccarin, who was the, uh, pro, uh, lack of a better word, I guess, the, the prostitute in Serenity, Firefly. Oh, yes. Yes, and so they think she has kind of an in because, you know, Joss Whedon likes working with her. And there's an Indian actress whose name I really wish I could remember. Uh, she's Beautiful, uh, but really not. The one that was in. Uh, is a Bollywood actress? Yes, yeah, Bollywood actress. Prejudice, wasn't it? I don't think it's that. I don't think that's the same one. Um, All right. So it's it's someone who hasn't yet been in a movie that has kind of broken through into the into the Western cinema. Oh, thank It's something to look uh, to keep looking um, out for. But also, you're also talking about the Spider-Man films now. What we've been doing tonight, Derek, is that we've been talking about. Uh, well, The Wicker Man, which we can come on to in a minute, but we've also been talking about mistakes in movies, because it's great when they make mistakes and you can spot them. And we, one was spotted in Spider-Man where some windows were smashed by some bad guys going through it, and then when they came back, the windows were back there. But you, you think that they're going to make more... Many, many more Spider-Man movies. And many, many more mistakes, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Kevin Feige, who is now the president of Marvel Studios, which is the production company that that, that sort of is running out of Paramount, but because they gave the rights to Sony for Spider-Man, well, didn't give them, they sold them, uh, that uh, they're still working with Sony. And he said in an interview this week that they were planning uh, to keep making Spider-Man movies as long as people were willing to see them. Because, of course, you've got, you know, 40, 50 years worth of comic book stories to draw from, to combine, to do whatever you have to do to make the movies work. The one thing he wouldn't commit to is, of course, that 
those movies would be with Tobey Maguire. Mm, well, they just about to ask you that. Are they going to make them with him? Uh, they had a three-picture deal, and Spider-Man 3 <laughs> is the end of that. There's been a lot of grumbling that Kirsten Dunst uh, plans to leave and has made it pretty clear that she doesn't want to come back to do a fourth if there had if there were to be one. And some people think that's why Gwen Stacy, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character, is in Spider-Man 3, so that uh, Peter Parker will have a different love interest. So you can I see. I see that's what they're going to do with that. Now, uh, Spider-Man, they did a, I don't know if this is a American survey or whether it was a British one, but that kiss in Spider-Man was, I think, number three or something in the number best... Number two, actually. Was it number two? Yeah, it was number of the two. best kiss it, screen kisses that there's ever been. You know that one where he's upside down? And yeah, upside down one? My gosh, that great, iconic moment. Yes, I, I, that's a pretty good kiss. Although, do you know something? But all the they were going, the are they not going out at the time or something? Are they not boyfriend, girlfriend? Um, yeah, there was talk of it. They played that one pretty... Uh, the, the weird thing actually is, I don't think they were boyfriend, girlfriend. She was supposedly was uh, the girlfriend of Jake Gyllenhaal, who ah. was the person they were claiming if uh, went up in McGuire didn't want to come back for the second one uh, that uh, they were going to replace him with. So, And interestingly enough, of course, Derek, that survey that they did of the best kisses, that kiss in Brokeback Mountain featuring Jake is in there as well. I think it was about number six. Yeah. Number six. It's not number one? Okay, because among my students, all Catholic school girls, that's pretty much number one of last year. I'll bet you. Okay, get those cowboys together. They love it. So. My, my, main, my main problem with it, though, was that when, you, when there was some naked sur- uh, shower scenes in that movie they, they kind of you didn't get to see too much they sort of fuzzied it out a bit not a bit upset by that I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. and <laughs> strangely amused that that's bothering you okay well that's good it's bothering me I might have to go into counselling <laughs> I'm traumatised get a good opinion yourself alright so well we're always seeing ladies aren't we but we can't see men it's not my I think if my opinion men naked that'd be wrong okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see men naked <laughs> okay uh, well, I'm quite keen. <laughs> Can I just say that? Uh, well, all right. It's lucky. It's lucky. It's quite late at night because it's shouldn't be Indeed, we're talking about dressing up as Wonder Woman, and Jamie sent me those pictures. Will you? And then, uh, <laughs> and then you want to see naked man, and you know that's. Uh, uh, it's creating a great picture of me, isn't it? But it's lovely. <laughs> What do you think of the? Have you seen? Have you seen the new Wicker Man? Because Jamie's seen it and he thought it was uh, laughable. I've been slugging it off for two hours. I, I was afraid <laughs> that it would be laughable. They uh, are not going to show it to anyone until ten o'clock tonight, which is uh, then like what they did with Snakes on a Plane. That it's open to the public, though uh, critics are invited to go to screenings that are open yeah. to the public at ten o'clock tonight. And to me, I'm sorry to hear that you find it laughable because I was afraid that's what what the reason was. I was really holding out hope because Neil LeBute, um as just an, one of the most interesting filmmakers, not only the most successful, one of the most interesting filmmakers working today. I mean, he's always he always has a sort of personal. I really twist. enjoyed Nash Betsy. I thought it was excellent. I, yeah, I like that movie a lot too. And uh, in the company of men and your friends and neighbors, oh, yeah. and mm. I mean, I think he has a unique insight into the human condition and how bad the human condition can be in a very quiet way. And so I was hoping this was going to be good, but if they're not going to, no, I watched it with an audience, Derek, and people were laughing. There's, there's a, I'm, I'm going to spoil it slightly. There's a scene in it where he holds somebody up to nick their bicycle with a gun. Give me a bike. And people were absolutely... I, I could, you know, the, the cinema was filled with laughter. It was just appalling. I have to, 
have to say though, Jack, I, I don't like Nicolas Cage anyway. I, I can't, I can't, don't particularly like him as an actor. I, think, I find him annoying. That can always be a problem. I, I kind of like Nicolas Cage sometimes because I, I think he's, again, I, I go with that word interesting. I like actors and directors that make interesting choices and that I feel like they, there was some thought behind it. And then there are sometimes I watch Nicolas Cage and I think he's in his own little world. And so I, I guess this must be one of those own little world movies. And I'm afraid to, afraid to hear that. Sorry to hear that. But uh. <laughs> so he's still going to go. That's the big thing. Are you going to go to the 10 o'clock screen? I'm not going to go tonight. I'm really tired. But uh, I've got I've got another writer who's going to go up is uh, go up and see it. And I just uh, hope he hits it as much as I did. Uh, well, I, I mean. He would be too, and I'll, I'll I'll borrow your your review again. It's great having you in England and things <laughs> ahead of us. So Jamie is I always oh he's got himself in a right twist about this, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, he's very upset. Well, he's, you know the oh. first the first Wicker uh, the first Wicker Man the original Wicker Man so has such a cult following here. I would assume it you know it has a very oh, yeah. one yeah. in England. I mean yeah, obviously because it's a British movie. Come see, he's one of the best horror films we've ever. Created. I, I I gotta go with you on that. I mean, it's just it's it's such a great film, and it's one of those that I, I mean, I know why these things get remade, but I wish that they wouldn't. And yeah. I, but but I know you can't convince them on an audience. No, go back and watch this old movie with Christopher Lee and Edward Woodward, and, yeah. and you gotta go with Saruman and the Equalizer. And even that is too old. Uh, you know, that's making me too old to say the Equalizer. So you know, there yeah. you go. What what rating is it over that? Uh, is it a PG thirteen? It's a twelve A here, which is the equivalent of a PG thirteen. Uh, I believe it's rated R. Ah, because we've got it as a twelve A, which is, is as I say, the same as your PG thirteen. Because there's just n- no scares in it at all. Okay, well, you know that's not ideal for a horror movie, is it? No scares. <laughs> no scares. I mean, I don't know much about it, and boy. <laughs> You're not a horror was. film connoisseur, but you believe that from the, ti- the genre title alone there should be <laughs> horror in it? Yes. How naive of you. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, just before we go, I'm just going to tell you a small story, which is absolutely true. That other horror movie, made, British-made horror movie, Dog Soldiers. Yes. Yes. Uh, my sister, not keen, not keen on blood and stuff like that, she was physically sick at that movie. <laughs> <laughs> she was. And there you go. And there you go. Derek, it's been fabulous talking to you. Thank and you, you Jamie. Thank you both very much for That's being Suzanne's movie boys tonight. I feel lovely being sandwiched in between you boys. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. And we shall look out for that Wonder Woman. And I, I, I hope it's going to be someday good because it's a, a fabulous, fab, it, I loved it uh, with Linda Carson. I think it's fabulous. And it'd be a shame if they put somebody rubbish in it like that woman that was in the American thing. <laughs> that was rubbish, wasn't it? We'll keep our fingers uh, crossed. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Thank you very much, Derek. Thanks, Suzanne. See you later. Right, See you next week, mate. See ya. And thank you very much, Jamie, as well, for coming in and telling us all about uh, no movies in the GDD. Go and see the Wicker Man. You've heard it here. I think, <laughs> I, I think he's, he's been I consistent. Think I've I think yeah. you have. He's been quite consistent with that one.